0: It's the Lockdown Flyers podcast for Thursday, December 28th, your daily dose of Flyers news analysis and high quality content that is glad we're playing hockey again, Russ.
1: Yeah, it's, it's always nice. I mean, World Juniors is playing, but I, I know you mean the NHL.
0: Yeah, we are going to get into the Flyers versus Canucks and check in with those very World Juniors all on today's show. Hey there, and thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at our Miriam. I'm here, as always, with Russ Cohen, who's on all your favorite social media apps at Sportsology. We are at Locked On Flyers on Instagram threads, Blue Sky, and Twitter as well. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 moneyline bet. That's $150 a bucks. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com/slash locked on to get started. You can find us over on YouTube or on the SiriusXM app or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Russ, on yesterday's show, we talked about goals heading into this Western road trip. And one of them that we talked about pretty extensively was having a call up for the forwards Mm -hmm. uh, to take on the road trip because obviously you need one in case of injury and and stuff Um, that actually made sense and maybe give them some ice time and, and see what was going on there. Um, But uh, alas, that was not to be Uh, Rhett Gardner was the official call up for the road trip. So I'm going to go out on a limb and assume he's going to be in the press box unless there's an injury.
1: Yep. I, I think that's safe to say. And John's keeping with his, you know, Less things to worry about. Why well, have a young guy up there and that I might have to actually figure out what to do with? And I'm saying it like that because, honestly, this is where he's at at this point. He is not putting in any, any extra young talent where there's opportunities for that. He's just not doing it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I I think he's doing a pretty decent job with the young guys that are there now. It's just like, how is he integrating the future of the Flyers into this team that we're talking about here?
1: Yeah. And that's that's the part that I think has to change. But, you know, some might say, well, they're winning, Russ. And I'm like, well, they could win with these guys, too. There's a way to do it.
0: Yeah. So uh, we did not get our hope, wish and dream for this road trip as far as that goes. Um, I I do think that the Canucks pose a a really, you know, good benchmark of competition for the Flyers here because the Canucks are a really good team right now. They are most certainly not uh, exactly the team that we saw at the beginning of the season uh, where the Flyers won that one. And um, I was looking at the lines from back in October that the Canucks put out there versus now, and man, um the fact that they basically gave up on Bovillier and Stunica, who were like in the lineup then yeah. and are gone now, like it is it is a really different team.
1: Yeah, I mean JT Miller's a top ten guy right now in the league in scoring, whose Menko they're having trouble with. They're actually trying to get him going. But Elias Petterson's doing great and Besser's having yeah. a great year. They're staying healthy uh garland's picked it up a little bit guys like lafferty are kicking in uh you know their defense is really what's improved though you know when they got heronic we talked about it it was a big deal uh they have Zadorov and myers which is a lot of size ian cole yeah. is ian cole he seems to always play well and you know and i think against the flyers i think we'll see thatcher demko i don't think they're gonna you know, wait to put him in against Ottawa, I think he'll play against the Flyers.
0: Yeah, I think so, too, as far as the goaltending goes. And I think, you know, it it also goes to our conversation yesterday in terms of the Canucks D that you were just talking about, because we were talking about, you know, what Tortorella said about them relying too much on getting into the zone on the rush and not forechecking enough well this is a defense that they're going to have to forecheck more yes
1: yeah. right yeah because someone like Quinn Hughes if you I mean forechecking is one thing uh you definitely want to finish your checks and then also going deep when you're looking for that offense because if you do that and Quinn Hughes has the puck he can make that cross ice pass or down the ice pass very easy like it's not hard for him and they're going to get breakaways that way and then that's where you have to watch a guy like Kuzmenko actually. So, Be careful with that. That's where they, I think, need to rein it in a bit and, you know, maybe start the new year off a little conservative.
0: Right. Well, we're not technically in the new year yet, but I know what you mean.
1: (laughs) To me, it's the new hockey season because it's like they had the break, so it's post break. Yeah, absolutely. I, I
0: totally get that. But yeah i think this is exactly what we're talking about yesterday right where we're trying to figure out what are the goals for this road trip and what adjustments do they have to make at this point in the season and against a team like the canucks like they're going to have to watch those little things that we said they needed to fine tune. So they have to be more aware uh, in terms of getting a, a rush in the opposite direction. Right. They can't be cheating too far forward, especially with the blue liners, because they are going to get burned if they don't do that because of guys like Pedersen and Miller and Besser. And like there's just too much firepower on the Canucks for the Flyers to get caught You know with you know three on ones or something like that yeah
1: i agree you know again i I would feel this game out and see you know how the other team looks coming out don't go too far in either direction and and see what you've got uh we're also going to see what the flyers have got you know like you know this is like they're coming back from the break they're playing like a day later than some other teams they're on the west coast we'll see if uh you know they look good or not if they're ready. Uh, I don't know. I would imagine they're going to practice before this game. I don't know. Um, I don't think they could practice the day. Well, they could practice the day before because the season starts, but I don't know when they're getting when they're getting there. So, you know, you would hope at least that they have a skate so they can kind of get things going.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's going to be really important because the Flyers cannot get off to a slow start here oh. simply because of how the Canucks perform offensively. So their shooting percentage is at 13.8%. The Flyers is at nine. That is a huge start. gap there. Yeah. Yeah, stark difference between them. But if you look at the scoring chances percentage and high danger chance percentage, the teams are pretty close. And The Flyers are actually ahead in high danger chances for, which means that, uh, you know, it's something we've been talking about. The Flyers have to finish more. And that's something. Yeah, yeah, because then if you translate that into actual goals, the Canucks are at the top of the league in goals for per game at 3.86. So almost four goals a game on average. That is tough.
1: Yeah, well, I I said four is going to win this for whoever gets it. And I do believe the Flyers would have to score four to do it. I do.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately, that solid Canucks defense have the second best in the league goals against per game at 2.37. So the Flyers are going to have to score like two more goals than they should, essentially, in order to win this one. And that's why they have to be so disciplined defensively.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. But they may look at this and say, hey, we got to get the first one on the board. You know, look at our record with that. And may go all out for that. And that's, to me, it's risky, but they may try that. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, th- I think it's an interesting strategy because I don't know that just getting the first on the board is going to be enough. I know. With- with these Canucks. But they'll have I, numbers. I just, Somebody it, will
1: pull out that number. You know, when they score the first goal, they're winning 74% <laughs> of their game. Like, you know, right, someone's going to pull that out. So I just feel like that could end up being a factor here.
0: The The other part of it is that, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about the Flyers power play, you know, For weeks and weeks here, Um, we talked again about it yesterday in, you know, can they just blow it up and start over with this power play, try some new things, just different combinations, you mentioned specifically changing up that power play too, uh, almost entirely and you know getting Risto out of it, I completely agree um the canucks penalty kill is about 20th in the league so there is this opening there for the flyers if they could take advantage of it
1: yeah the thing is though you can't when you're on the road like this and you're playing a back-to-back situation you're not going to get enough practice to be able to blow up the whole thing that's why i'm just looking to change the second one for, you're still going to have to play the top power yeah. play the way they are because you know there's not much opportunity to see how you're going right. to change So, yeah, there's a slight opportunity here, but that's, but again, they got to nail it. Like Tyson Forster can't miss the net. Is Tippett still going to be on power play too if they decided that that's where he stays? Like, you know, there's, there's, you have to see how they sort of set things up. Is Frost going to be part of one or two? Like Frost's, you know, his zone entries are really good. They're probably the best on the team. Doesn't always equal points, obviously, but at least it gets the other team moving.
0: Yeah, one of the other things you brought up specifically was uh, getting more pl- uh, plays started on the power play from behind the net, yeah. and the Flyers actually have a decent shooting percentage when they're you know initiating the scoring chance from behind the net, and uh, you know the Canucks are actually terrible at that. They have a zero percent shooting. Wow. From behind the net, but the Flyers, you know, they they're actually pretty solid at it, and they should do it more. And so that was a very more. like that's
1: just the idea yeah. for me that that says that, and you know, make it somebody like Konechny that's you know really passing inclined and and could really make some great plays. Yeah, I I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, and and Frost I think is good at yeah, it. Yeah, Frost too. is good at it
1: too. No question.
0: so i would love to see more of that well the flyers do play the vancouver canucks at 10 p.m. eastern you can catch every second of the flyers hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app search for flyers in the meantime like you said the world juniors are going along strong and we've got some results and flyers prospects to check in on and we will do that for the rest of the show coming up next You know that feeling when your favorite Flyers player scores a hat trick? If you want to get that feeling and win 100 times your money, play Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. As the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. You can also play daily fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, and college football on Sleeper. And entries can be made in under a minute with elite players like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, and Austin Matthews, Plus the new guys like Connor Bedard. All you need to do is make more or less picks on stats for any of these stars. You choose from stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. To win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you have to... correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats you can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper so start paying attention and nail those picks so you can start winning big use promo code locked on nhl you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply that's code locked on nhl see sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability on tomorrow's show, we are going to recap the game we just previewed against Vancouver and look ahead to the next game versus the Seattle Kraken with Erica Ayala from Locked on Kraken. So that should be a lot of fun. Tune in to that. Uh, the World Juniors, Russ, uh, it is the most wonderful time of the year, as uh, we said, previewing the tournament Um it's really difficult this early in to look at overall tournament stats um, and glean anything as far as, I think, individual players and, and what they're doing. But I think we can look at the the tournament as a whole and team play at this point, right?
1: Yeah, you definitely can. Um, you know, I know you wanted to mention Finland and, you know, their two losses. Germany beat them first time in 25 years. Um, yeah something crazy I was I was watching that game uh, a guy who's really good in that game that's taking an interesting route is Julian Lutz we talked about him in his draft year I made sure I interviewed him I liked him he was big he's fast he was raw at that time um he didn't start the season with any team in North America this year they had to like sort of wait to get him into the USHL and the Green Bay Gamblers did uh I kind of knew about that so it was interesting I knew he was heading there now he's played 19 games there. i think he has 23 points so he he's he's ripping up that for his north american debut and doing great in this so he you know finland's got some good players you know Kaspar Haltonen looks great his shot looks great um with san jose you know a san jose pick he plays in the ohl and um and i definitely like kamenaho who's a devil's pick uh, he's looked good but they just haven't been able to put it together. Their defense hasn't been good enough. Um, yeah. They have some draft eligible guys that have come up a little short, too, like Helenius and Pelkinen. Pelkinen was good until, I don't know, he went down on a kind of a weird play, and then that, that seemed to, to bother him. But Constant Helenius, who I thought looked good in the first game, has not really been that good, but he's young. He's going to be a high draft pick, though.
0: Well, that's the thing for me, is that I thought Finland actually played pretty well against Canada. The score was 5-2, to two, but that doesn't really reflect, I think, how that game went. And Finland had a really big push toward the end of that game that I thought they looked pretty solid. Um, I didn't think they were ever going to win that game, but I thought they looked better than the score would suggest. Yeah, and then that loss to Germany, I thought, was very surprising.
1: It's Jesse Polkinen. I'm not sure what name I said, but I I was getting him mixed up with sandy Pelico for Sweden for some reason in my head, um, but he's six foot seven, he's going to be probably drafted late first, early second for Finland. But again, in this tournament, the younger guys, a lot of times can can get manhandled and Germany was just faster, like they were opportunistic and faster, it was really impressive, actually.
0: Yeah, I thought so too, um, you know, I think there's always a lot of consternation around Team USA and Team Canada and yeah. digging into the minutiae of it all. The slow start against Norway, which, you know, obviously the USA is a much better, much ta- more talented team than Norway. But you look at the four to one final score of that game where like USA didn't score until the second period of that game. Um, Is this just a getting the rust off? Yeah, you know this is the way the tournament starts
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't worried about anything. I know people wanted them to win like twelve to one or something. Doesn't always happen. But they played solid. Trey Augustine played solid in net. Current OJ had a good game. I really liked the uh, fake shot pass on the power play. Yeah, that helped set up a goal from Isaac Howard. That was great. Um, He also had a couple other chances on the power play. Shot a little high. He's going for the top corner. So that's fine. I mean, let these guys sort of get into the rhythm. I mean, the Czar had a couple of nice breaks that could have gone in. Uh, Gavin Brindley looked terrific, right, with his two goals, his speed. But his shots really come, come along. He, he wasn't a known to be like a big-time scorer when he was drafted. But, but there always was a potential that he could get better at it. So we'll watch him for the tournament. He looked good. And, you know, right now the U.S. looks strong. So really, so far, so good. I I don't see any problems.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought uh, Cutter Gautier had a solid game. Um, I I did think that he looked impressive, most specifically on the power play, uh, like you said, as well. I just thought he was really heads up. And yeah, I think like now they've got things going. In theory, they should be able to just roll with it. um, You know, now that they've got sort of that chemistry. going, They're going
1: to have trouble on New Year's Eve with Slovakia, though. They will. Slovakia is too. They will. And Slovakia is bigger. And the U.S. defense is not bigger. And so that's going to be a game where they need to get goals early. But it's hard because Adam uh, Gahan is a terrific goalie. Um, I'm working on a top five goalie list, and he's in it.
0: Yeah, we talked about him in the draft uh, preview stuff last summer, and he was definitely one of the goaltenders I was interested in the most in that draft. Uh, Yeah, Slovakia, I think, is the other big... You know team in this tournament so far like you mentioned they've got uh, two wins under their belt so far and i would say dominant wins they weren't like no no they, these were all.
1: impressive wins what's interesting for them is and i talked about him in his draft here sam Hanzik, and i talked about him pre uh, world junior show too he's got a couple of game winners the thing about him is though like he gets hurt a lot like he was hurt only played 43 games last year and then he was hurt again this year we only played five games and i think he had nine points but only played five games with vancouver before this world juniors they got him healthy and and he's playing great he's got that size and that skill so that's a that's a big combination for them and and so far he's come up big flyers guy alex shernick his speed looks good but he's not been able to finish
0: Right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have any points yet in those two games played. And considering how many goals that Slovakia has scored in the tournament so far, which is nine. Um, and the fact that he hasn't been involved in any of them um, is like, uh, well, you know, kind of hope he gets going a little bit um, over the next couple. Yeah, he might games. end up
1: dropping in, in lines. That's what's probably going to happen. Yeah,
0: I, I would guess uh, that he might do that. Uh, But hopefully he can turn things around and and get back up there and and get on the scoreboard. But there's a lot more to talk about with this tournament thus far. We haven't really even talked about Team Canada yet and Oliver Bunk. We will do that coming up next.
1: As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Again, I would go with the uh, over for the Eagles against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are playing a little better lately. Kyler Murray is a quarterback who hasn't played much of this year, but has been playing better lately and can be dangerous. Jalen Hurts can be dangerous. So I think there's a lot of points brewing there. Anyhow, just visit FanDuel.com and get in on the action this NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
0: Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today over on YouTube and subscribe. Uh, Oliver Bonk and Team Canada. Now, uh, Canada won that first game against Finland 5-2, to two, um, as we talked about earlier. They are playing Latvia as we are recording this show, uh, so we don't have the end results there. But uh, Oliver Bonk did get moved down to the third pairing uh, for Team Canada for this second game against Latvia. Why do you think that is?
1: Well, I, I think they're trying to keep their, like, you know, 195 to 200-plus pound defenseman on the top four. I think they um, they realize, look, Bonk's not going to really get any points. And he really, in these kinds of tournaments, is just not going to get points. He's not going to get power play time. Five-on-five, five, maybe, you know, he gets a, a rare assist. But he's just not going to. So uh, unless he was playing at the top of his game physically and otherwise where physically he was losing some battles, you know, that's why. It doesn't mean he can't move up again. But I think for now, that's where he's going to stay.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I didn't see anything particularly wrong with his game, especially in open ice. Um, but you're right. I think you know, especially in those board battles, I saw him lose a couple of those. He was just getting out muscled because he is much smaller than some of these other guys, yeah. and you know that's something he's going to have to work on and adjust um, and figure out a way to win those battles. Uh, but he has time. That's the great thing yeah. about you know about the development and defenseman is that he absolutely has time. On this and, and this tournament will be good experience for him. Yeah, he'll
1: he'll do this. He'll go through the rest of the season. He'll do this again. Uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, with defensemen, it could take you know three to five years to get to the NHL. Don't rush the guy because there's some good talent there, but physically, he's just not ready, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, Team USA doesn't play its second game until. Thursday, uh, today, and that would be against Switzerland, which is a country we haven't, you know, and a team we haven't talked about a lot just because, A, there's there's like a Flyers presence there anymore. Um, But they did get shut out by the aforementioned Slovakia. And so in theory, this should be a chance for Team USA to build on what they did against Norway, right?
1: Yeah, I think it will be, whether it's super high scoring or not, remains to be seen but it really should be a, a game where they could take care of things pretty easy but again you never know like you just can't take your foot off the gas in this tournament i think we've seen that enough times with um just that you know teams could get stung so i don't really have a good beat on the swiss team i haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it so i'm not even going to give you players to watch because I just don't have them right now. Um, But that said, these teams, you know, a lot of them have have pride. And so you just have to make sure you could take the will away early. That's the big thing.
0: I am not envious of Team Sweden. That's for sure. Their next two opponents in a back-to-back are Germany, who we just talked about um, kind of upsetting the finns and uh then they gotta face team Canada so the yeah. uh, next next couple of games are gonna be rough for them I would
1: say it's gonna be rough yeah I think I think Canada will um you know one one Swiss player he hasn't played yet Liam bischel who's six six can really uh really lay a wallop and play good defense whether he gets in there um we'll have to see but that's something where um we don't know yet but anyhow, yeah, I Team Canada should should roll in this game. They're, they're going with the same goalie, Rousseau. He's done well. Yep. Again, don't know a ton about him because, you know, he plays in the queue. I don't watch a ton of queue games, and the Q's the lead that I watch the, the least. But so far, he has shown a really good glove and made one of the better saves in the tournament. So he keeps doing that. And I think Canada's defense is, as advertised, good. And their offense, you know, Celebrini's already got a goal. I, again, he's, I don't think he's scoring at of a dark pace. I kind of mentioned that. I just don't see that.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course, like as we just said, Oliver Bonk probably won't get a ton of points. He just got an assist on a goal for there Team he, Canada yeah. on, the pow- on the power play. So good for him. That's
1: nice. Um, yeah, because sometimes he's not going to get on the power play. Like sometimes he'll yeah, just roll that top yeah. one and he just won't get any time. That's good for him. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Glad to see that. Uh, But the other games on the Friday schedule, so Team USA will face Czechia, which I think, you know, it's a back to back again, but I think having played Switzerland the day before, that should be good confidence boosting to face a slightly tougher uh, team from Czechia,
1: right? Yeah. And, you know, Czechia has got Michael Harabo in net, And so that's a, you know, that's a game where you just can't take it for granted. Uh, they're going to get good goaltending. Uh, I think right. Kulich had a uh, hat trick for the Czechs, right? Yuri Coolidge from Buffalo. So, you know, he's a Sabres pick. That's, you know, he's a big-time player. And this tournament could be one of the best scorers. So you still got to be very careful.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Slovakia with Alex Shernik is going to be playing uh, Norway and Latvia will be facing Finland a good chance for the Finns to get their confidence back I think they need to
1: win in the worst way they do at all
0: yeah they absolutely need that and then there's of course a, a ton more great games over the rest of the weekend and we're going to check in again with the world juniors tournament uh first of next week so there will be a lot to catch up on Their very exciting uh tournament. uh any other overall words about world juniors so far yeah i
1: mean a guy who i really liked in the draft that some people had sort of picked apart uh edward shalla has four points i think he looks really good he's got a few goals so that's nice you know right now i think we're seeing a lot of good goaltending you know gayon augustine rousseau Goaltending's been been really good, and again, if if Slovakia keeps getting this goaltending, I'm really worried for the U.S. On um, I've I've had some really bad New Year's Eves with the U.S. losing. It used to be the Canada most of the time on New Year's Eve. You know now they're not playing Canada, and you got to worry about Slovakia. So that that could be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily they have um, the earliest game of that day, so they'll get it over with and have their <laughs> New Year's Fair Eve. Enough. Regardless, but uh, for us on tomorrow's show, we are going to uh, recap that game uh, that we previewed today against the Vancouver Canucks. We're going to have our Locked On crossover with Locked On Kraken and Erica Ayala. So that will be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. And that will do it for today's show. I am Rachel. I'm on Twitter at R Miriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M.
1: I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y.
0: Have a great day, everyone.